Recognized as one of the world's greatest philanthropies, Shriners Hospital for Children is an international hospital system recognized for transforming the lives of children throughout expert care and research. And now, another episode of the Shriners Hospital for Children Chicago podcast series, Pediatric Specialty Care Spotlight with Melanie Cole. Welcome to Pediatric Specialty Care Spotlight with Shriners Hospitals for Children in Chicago. I'm Melanie Cole, and today we're discussing wellness at home during COVID-19. Joining me is Dr. Kathy Zabracki. She's the Chief of Psychology at Shriners Hospitals for Children in Chicago. Dr. Zabracki, thank you for joining us today, and what a great topic. It's so important at this time. Help us to understand COVID-19 in our kids. How is it affecting them emotionally and physically? Well, thank you for having me. I feel like there's a wide range of emotions that the children can be feeling. Some may have an increase in anxiety. They may feel stressed, overwhelmed, lonely. There's also some children that actually may have a positive experience because they're spending more time with their parents or they're removed from outside stressors, such as bullying at school or just the academic stressors. It's important to watch our children and see any signs of unhappiness, increased um, needs for sleep, You're looking at physical symptoms like changes in appetite, increase in irritability. Um, Children are not, especially younger children, are not able to um, express themselves verbally as much as adults can. So looking at their physical behaviors is going to be really important to see if they're in distress during this time. Well, thank you for that answer. And as far as also how it's affecting them physically, children, especially Shriners children, may be used to physical therapy, occupational therapy, these therapy services. And besides, the kids aren't in school, so they're not getting up and going to school, having recess or gym. How can parents help them at this time when they're not getting the therapy services they may be needing, and they're not really getting any exercise either? That's a very huge concern for us. One of the things that parents can do is establish routines. Routines for bedtimes, meals, but also routines for recreational activities and exercise, whether it's five minutes in the morning, some time in the afternoon, have time to go for a walk, play outside, do some yoga, uh, mindfulness activities, schedule that throughout the day. Also reach out to Shriners or to other PTs and OTs um, that the child is meeting with and ask for some home exercises. And children are really sad or afraid that school play dates and things are canceled and we never really realized how much our kids enjoy going to school for that social factor. How can we help them with these emotions? Children are very much social individuals and they need that connection with their peers. During this time, it's important to set up um, social opportunities in an appropriate manner, such as setting up Zoom, um, FaceTime, Schedule time for kids to do parallel virtual play. They can play Legos together. They can do some arts and crafts, something that they're still engaging in. Also, if possible, to connect with their teachers and just some of those old familiar faces just to create a sense of normalcy. Well, as long as we're talking about that sense of of normalcy, having a routine is so important. What are some steps parents can take to get their children out of their bedrooms and to help them cope during this time to really make sure that they do other things besides sit in their rooms on TikTok and Instagram? Yes, that's a struggle that I know many families are having, including my own. It's really important to set a wake time for weekdays as well as weekends. They can sleep in a little bit longer on the weekends, but still Monday through Friday, it should be considered a work day, a school day. So have a regular time to wake up, 
try to have consistent meal times, recreational activities. Again, um, also just have a time to talk with their with the child, figure out if they have any concerns. Also, remain calm during this time. Say that we're all in this together. We're trying to create a, the best environment we can during this challenging situation. It's so important what you just said, to make sure that they wake up and that they have that routine. Now, some kids are showing signs of stress. I know my kids are. What are we looking for? And if they show those signs of stress, give us some red flags, Dr. Zabracki. And if they show those signs of emotional challenges they're going through and stress, what can we do to help them with that? Uh, Children may have a more difficult time than adults expressing in words how they feel and if they're in distress. So some of the things to look out for are increased irritability, behavioral outbursts, uh, persistent sadness, that sadness that be lasting more than weeks on a consistent basis. They may be withdrawing from their friends, uh, their family, or things that they used to enjoy. You may also notice changes in appetite, either too much eating or too little eating. Also changes in sleep, um, increased need for sleep or decreased need for sleep nightmares in children, or um, they may also have accidents, nightly accidents where they didn't have those in the past. There are physiological complaints like headaches or stomach aches that maybe um, the children may be expressing. And they also may be talking about self-harm or death. In these events, it's very important to contact the physician, the primary care provider um, to get additional uh, support. Um, What parents should do in general is to speak with the child's physician to rule out any medical causes. Uh, they, they also may seek psychological support and trainers were providing psychological telehealth visits as well as starting to slowly increase our in-person visits. There are other things that are going along with this pandemic, Dr. Zabraki, like wearing masks. Children may have a hard time with it, and especially kids with sensory issues. That, that may be a very difficult thing. How do we work with them on that? In regards to masks, there's a lot of... Um, fun masks that parents can buy for their children. I'd recommend having the child pick out a few um, different colors, different styles, and then have some reserved just for playtime. They can put the masks on their dolls. Uh, They can wear it around the house just to get used to that sensation and the feeling of wearing a mask, especially for children with sensory needs. It may need to have the child wear a mask for one or two minutes at a time until the child gets used to it and slowly start increasing um, mask wearing time in, in the house. And then when they go outside of the house, they'll be a little bit more comfortable wearing one. Um, But give the children the opportunity to um, pick and choose what they want to create, to give them a sense of ownership and autonomy. Um, And again, that playtime is very important to just incorporate these masks into everyday play. Now, we're all dealing with our own challenges at this time. For adults and children, how can we help ourselves and our children handle this new normal at home? Because if we can't take care of ourselves, Dr. Zabraki, we cannot take care of our children and our loved ones. Give us some tips on self-care and things that we can do with and without our children to help this all to move a little bit more smoothly. That is very true. Parents are now required to have many more roles um, than they used to, or more intense roles. It's very important for caregivers to take time to take care of themselves. That includes getting appropriate amounts of sleep, also incorporating exercise into their everyday activities, maintaining a good diet. Um, Yes, I'm adding more to a person's schedule, but if you can't take care of yourself, again, you're not going to be able to be as good 
are as able to take care of your child. So make sure that parents also set up times to socialize with their friends, um, set up dates via Zoom with their friends, um, have dinners that they can have with their friends and FaceTime during that time. So schedules are also very important for parents as well as for children. So before we wrap up with the summary, Dr. Zabracki, speak to the Shriners parents for just a minute. They're nervous. Kids that are dealing with various orthopedic issues may have extra challenges at this time, and and it makes people even a little bit more nervous. Give them some reassurances about what Shriners Hospital for Children in Chicago is doing to keep them safe. Shriners is here for our families. We're available via telephone, uh, video conferencing, as well as in person. Over the next couple weeks, uh, we are increasing the number of patients we're able to Families can always call and reach uh, one of us if they have any questions in the meantime. Uh, We have remodeled our lobby. We're also looking at other parts of our hospital to make sure that it is a safe place for all our children and the families. Um, We are limiting the number of parents that are able to come with the child for appointments, uh, limiting actually just to one parent per child. So we're trying to make sure we want to address the needs of our families in a very healthy and safe manner. Dr. Zabracki, what kind of support will our kids need as we return to normalcy? What are some things to look out for? We have to prepare our kids for a new normal. The world pre-COVID will be very much different than that post-COVID. There will be some unknowns and uncertainties, which will naturally cause some anxiety. And while there aren't clear answers right now, there are important steps that we can take with our children to help them remain calm and um, healthy. Um, For example, it's really important to help children focus on what they can control in their environment. Routines and schedules are a great way of doing that so that children know what to expect throughout their day. It's also important to help children create a plan for the transition. For example, discuss what will happen at their first in-person play dates and how it may look different than before or help plan for that first day back to school. Um, It's also important to help children problem solve their concerns, come up with strategies together They may have worries that are important to discuss. For example, they may worry about getting sick. So normalize their feelings. You may want to let them know that they're not alone. Um, They may feel both excited and nervous about about seeing their friends and returning to school. Provide support and reassurances. Um, It's also important to focus on the positive. Um, Identify things that children can look forward to, things that they enjoy. Uh, Take small steps, uh, slow steps about returning into the community. For example, um, you may want to take them on a trip to the grocery store one day and then maybe to a play date another day. Try not to do too many things all at once. Uh, Enforce safe health practices such as the frequent hand washing, not touching their faces, um, the importance of wearing a mask. And it's also important to keep active. So remember to tie those physical activities throughout the day, which may include just playing in the backyard, uh, riding a bike, yoga, Um, And also for younger children, it's really important to help limit their exposure to social media. For older children, help them to think critically about the news. There may be different messages that they're hearing and they might be confused about. Well, thank you for that reassurance and wrap it up for us with your best advice. The stress that we're all feeling, the worldwide stress, really, but for children and for parents with children that may have special needs, this can be an especially difficult time. Give us your best advice for parents on what you want us to do to really manage our wellness at home during COVID-19. 
This is a very challenging time, but it's important to remember that it is a temporary situation and things will return to normal. What that normal will look like will be a little bit different than before COVID-19, but we're in this together. Um, at Triners, we are here for you. Uh, we're available um, via telephone, uh, video conferencing, and in person. We're going to be increasing our in-person visits in the next couple of weeks. If families have any questions, have them reach out. We're always available to help and discuss any concerns that families may have at this um, challenging time. Thank you so much, Dr. Zabraki, for joining us today. It's such important information for us to hear. Thank you again. For more tips on wellness during COVID-19, please visit our website at ShrinersChicago.org. That concludes this episode of Pediatric Specialty Care Spotlight with Shriners Hospitals for Children in Chicago. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and all the other Shriners Hospitals for Children Chicago podcasts. Please also share this show. Share it with your friends and family on social media because that way we can get all of this good wellness at home advice from the experts at Shriners together. I'm Melanie Cole.